welcome to this episode of the Everyday Goddess podcast. We are so excited to have Vicky with us today. She is a curvy confidence coach and she empowers curvy creative females to show up online and in real life with badass confidence. So we are so excited to have you here today. Thank you for coming and joining us. Thank you so much. (laughs) And thank you for bringing the word badass onto the podcast because it's one of my favorites. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And yeah, badass. I absolutely love that word and everything that comes with badass confidence. That's what I'm all about. Um, Yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you guys today and to just join your amazing podcast. Thank you so much. (laughs) Do you want to start by telling us a little bit about yourself, um, where you've come from, and how you've ended up being so confident in yourself and in your body? Sure. Okay, so it's not been an easy journey. (laughs) Um, I, so, you know, back, you know, in my childhood years I was um, in the performing industry and I was a competitive swimmer as well Um, so everything that comes around that you know comparing myself to others all the time Um, I would you know go into a dance studio and be comparing myself to everyone in the room like tearing my body apart and thinking like oh if I just change this one thing then I'd feel happier and I'd feel like I fit in more and you know with competitive swimming like always feeling like I had to be perfect all the time um and then kind of going through into uni and um wanting and seeking validation from everyone around me um going on nights out getting really drunk because I thought that that's how you make friends and I thought that that's how you could be accepted and I was like sold this dream of going to uni, finding friends for life, finding like the love of your life and all this stuff that I put so much pressure on myself that none of that happened. Like I've I've made amazing friends, but it was never like it wasn't how people sold it to me. Um, And then going into lockdown kind of forced me to like reflect on everything that I'd been like doing and saying to myself and and reflecting on that like really harsh inner critic that I've always had and then I put on weight during lockdown um and when that first happened I I immediately was you know I was disgusted in myself like that's horrible to admit but like I hated the fact that I put on weight because I felt like I'd failed and then I stopped putting myself out there online I covered up my body all the time I was wearing baggy t-shirts baggy sweatshirts because I just didn't want anyone to see that I'd failed and that I had that I'd put on weight and then I was kind of just I I was sat in my room one day and I was thinking I don't want my life to be like this I don't want to have this voice running wild and just harming every single social situation that I go into or every single conversation that I have or every time I look in the mirror I don't want to hate what I see all the time so that was when I knew that I needed to make a change um and I got myself into a self-development course and into coaching and you know coaching having a coach myself 
um, and then realizing how much self-development actually just changes your life and changes your perspective and slowly but surely over time using affirmations using journaling meditation using all like loads of different tools I was able to break free from all of that and leave it behind and choose to be my own best friend and choose to hype myself up and choose a different path for myself and that's what brought me to coaching because I love doing what I do because I've been there myself and I know the effects that it can have and how different your life can look when you finally decide to just say yes to yourself and say no to all of the stuff that's been holding you back and no to that inner inner critic and no to limiting beliefs and like just degrading self-beliefs just letting go of all of that working through it reframing it and getting out the other side um and yeah that's that's my journey um sorry I feel like I've talked your ear off um, not at all no no <laughs> honestly thank you for sharing with us like it's it's always really powerful for people to listen I think to like hear where someone was like what their story is because everyone resonates with I'm sure a lot of what you said um whether that's like they're still struggling um with like their inner critic or their body confidence um and like aspiring to be like you or they've kind of gone on that journey or they're on that journey so yeah it's really powerful to share yeah, so powerful and I guess my next question would be do you want to explain what the inner critic is for anyone who's like what? what's your inner critic <laughs> yeah sure so the inner critic is the voice in your head so every time you know you you go into a situation and you you know you have a conversation with someone and then the voice in your head is like you're being really weird you're saying something that's strange you're you're not good enough for this conversation you don't belong here all of the like negative things that your head like your inner voice tells you um that is your inner critic um and yeah I feel like it's something that a lot of people resonate with um and as humans like we're kind of predisposed to have this inner critic and this kind of like pessimistic or negative outlook on life and that all it all boils down to like survival of the fittest because you know we're on this earth to well you know back in time and, and animals and everyone they they fight it out to pass their good features onto the next generation so we're all predisposed to have this um like negative outlook on life because we're trying to survive but the fact is that we don't have to do that anymore um we we get to just to decide to have a more positive outlook and to switch the narrative in our brains um because there's space for everyone and um yeah it's 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 a more inclusive environment and world nowadays mm, I think that helps like when people have the knowledge of like you said it's predetermined almost like as humans with survival of the fittest like your brain is going to focus on the negatives that helps like someone who is struggling to remove the judgment for it because it's like it's not your fault it's because of you know biology 
making it more likely and then also those around you like if you're in an environment where people are feeding you things saying like you're not good enough or that's dangerous you need to be careful then those sort of things all leak into your brain as well yeah it's good to like have the separation of it's actually not me it's so easy to be so attached to your thoughts and to think that that's what what your brain is telling you is truth it's gospel it's 100 percent correct and you need to believe all of it and it's great to like have that knowledge so you can start to separate yourself from your thoughts and to try and like watch them more as a bystander yeah um, yeah rather than be like yes I am fat or yes I am not good enough or yes I am you know whatever yeah, like, madness we end up letting infiltrate our brains and yeah not taking story not taking your thoughts as facts because yeah. it feels like when your brain is saying something you're like well this is true this must be real yeah but it's like that that is actually not the case yeah the absolutely <laughs> I loved what you said about like just attaching yourself from the thoughts like being a bystander because that is the first step like creating an awareness around what your thoughts are and before you even delve into you know where they come from and reframing them the first step is just being aware of them and you know yeah being that kind of non-judgmental like outside perspective and a lot of the time this links in with body confidence because when I'm I'm a lot like a good practice for me was just standing at the mirror being non-judgmental being completely unbiased and just taking in what I see and that practice in itself it can be difficult and it is difficult especially when we've been you know we've been tearing ourselves down for years we've had this inner critic in our head for so long and it's difficult to start bringing that awareness and you know to really recognize um that yeah your thoughts aren't facts and they're they they can be changed and they can be rewired um is that how what you would say then if anyone wants to go on this journey of cultivating more body confidence would that be a good place for them to start by standing in the mirror and just like tracking tracking their thoughts and without any sort of judgment around it do you think that would be a good place to start yeah I mean if someone's on a journey of body body acceptance and, and confidence it can be difficult to just look at yourself in the mirror like um because a lot of the time that can bring up a lot of feelings and self-hatred and and you know that is usually where the voice in our head runs wild um but I think the best place to start really is to have a look at the things that you know you have felt in the past that you know haven't been so desirable like stretch marks for me was a big one I used to stare at the mirror and be like oh they look gross like oh I can't wear these th these clothes anymore because you'll see the stretch marks and um for me yeah it is about looking at them with no judgment and when the thoughts come in be aware of them I'm a massive advocate for journaling write down every thought that comes into your head and then have a look at those thoughts and ask yourself where has this come from 
has this been given to me by someone else? Has this thought been given to me from, you know, family, friends, the media, social media? Where has this opinion come from? Because this, what we need to remember is their opinions, not facts. So when you start to see where these opinions are coming from, and if it hasn't come from yourself, then you get to decide to let that opinion go because we you know we choose what we take on as our own opinion and a great practice for that is what I like to do is I imagine that thought that opinion floating away on a balloon (laughs) like the balloon is going like going into the distance with that belief that opinion that someone else has given to you watch it floating away on a balloon and then it takes time because there might be lots of different opinions that you've held so deep for so long and it might take a few tries um but just keep coming back to it keep looking at yourself in the mirror or if that doesn't if that's not helpful for you because I know that sometimes in the beginning it can be difficult to look at yourself in the mirror if you just write a list of everything that you know you've previously not liked about yourself and then just slowly but surely make your way through it and make those slight um reframes as well and to to realize that you know these opinions come from outside sources and they're not my own so I don't have to accept them and then let them go I love that yeah just let them go on a balloon imagine them floating away I know (laughs) when you say um reframes what like for people who maybe like don't know so much about that what do you mean like in practice what is someone like if they wrote down all of the things that they don't like um what would a reframe be I guess is my question yeah so a reframe is basically just trying to make a statement neutral to begin with so we go from a negative opinion to a neutral opinion and then to a positive opinion because it's a process so say I hate my stretch marks they are ugly would turn into I have stretch marks that is okay And then from there, it would be my stretch marks make me unique. No one has anything like my stretch marks. And slowly but surely, it just kind of tricks your brain into believing the first, the neutral statement, and then the positive statement. And again, it is something that you have to repeat because repetition is key. It's not something that will happen overnight. Um, But just making those slight tweaks and those slight reframes over time, nothing drastic. We're not saying like these stretch marks are absolutely amazing to begin with because that's unrealistic. And um, that can be a lot of the time where people... Um, like fall off the the bandwagon a bit because they're like well this feels really unattainable so I can't carry on with it but just by being gentle with yourself and just taking it step by step day by day is the best way to reframe and move forward Mm. yeah I definitely um I think if you are in a place where you have 
um, quite like negative opinions of your body, it's very hard to then like, it doesn't even almost like comprehend in your brain that you could ever feel like, oh, I love like these things that for so long I've been like, I abs- I hate this. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I definitely, I definitely understand that it's like a journey, isn't it? You have to kind of do little baby steps. So at first, even if it is just like, this is my tummy and like, you know, just being neutral with it mm-hmm. and then slowly building it up to change and, and you absolutely can change it. Like you, you've done yourself, um, because of my past as well um like I had an eating disorder and stuff and that's something that I've massively had to work on like accepting um my body and like the different ways that it's changed um and for me that has been a journey as well I definitely couldn't have jumped from being like gosh I can't even look at myself in the mirror I really hate myself um to them being like I love myself like standing in the mirror like dancing naked like I never could have done never could have done that or even dreamt of doing that so like this work is so important um to kind of yeah help people to feel comfortable and confident in their bodies Mm. absolutely yeah I actually I I guess my journey is a little bit different but I have a lot of scars around um I've, I've had a lot of operations basically and I've got a really big birthmark and when I was a child I mean kids are we're so I mean gorgeously blunt mm-hmm. aren't they <laughs> well they just say things. things just yeah they I mean, don't think about it because they don't realize yeah. that it hurts so they're just like this is on my mind word yeah. vomit it comes yeah. out <laughs> so the, when I was little and was getting ready for peeing stuff kids would be like what's that why have you got this and so you know unconsciously I suppose as a child I I would never wear a bikini I would always wear like either a swimsuit or a what were they called tankinis that's it oh yeah yeah I used to literally like I I would never get them out um and I was so like ashamed of them and as an adult I've I've acquired even more scars because I had a c-section twice two c-sections and um I was always so ashamed of it um I had to like like you said at first be like okay well this is my body and I've got these scars and then it was like well what is actually the story attached to these scars because it's not actually one of shame it's Mm -hmm. one of actually pretty fucking powerful like I've had multiple operations and I've survived them some of them as a tiny baby and I was so my mum was like you were so angry and like defiant as this tiny little baby of like I'm not dying I'm not going to die like the doctors were like she might die and you didn't and you came out and they'd you'd come out of the operation and they'd say she won't eat for 24 hours she won't eat for 48 hours my mum was like and you'd have a bottle straight away like she was like you had this fire in your belly and now when I look at my scars that's what I see I'm like that's my fire that's my power that like my body is a warrior and it's gone through so much um, but it's been a very long road for me to now get to that. I mean, today I have a top on where you can see that some of them, like I just never, I never would have done that before. And it has been a long old, old road. So I guess like anyone listening to it, who's like, oh my gosh, like I just hate my body. I'm meant to hate my body. I mean, the media tell, tells us to hate our bodies. Mm. Like you can get there. You just need to be like, so pa- like be patient with yourself as well. Don't expect like overnight. Mm, yeah, no, it's, it is a hundred percent a journey. 
for anyone it's it's like changing any beliefs isn't it if you're going from being like oh I feel like I'm a really shy person to trying to grow your confidence that sort of thing isn't gonna happen overnight mm-hmm. it's um yeah also a journey so what I would you you are a badass I just want to put that out there <laughs> thank, you. thank you I now do actually think I'm a badass <laughs> it's all the Yay. affirmations it they is work. all the affirmations they do work like honestly every single morning without fail and I to do those affirmations yeah I, I absolutely love what you said about you know attaching a story to your, your your scars I feel like that is so powerful um and I like in not in not in the same way at all but with stretch marks I now attach the fact that they are me you know forming into a beautiful woman and knowing that our bodies change going into womanhood and it really makes me appreciate them and and not be scared of them and because you know sometimes when I look at when I used to look at them a few years ago I'd be like oh that's like really weird and like really like alien to me but now I'm at home in my body and this the stretch marks feel like home to me um and oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was so sweet oh <laughs> I also do you know what I about stretch marks I know if you ever lie in the sun and yeah. look at them they like glisten yeah they just look so cool yeah and I'm like actually they're they are quite beautiful really yeah I, I I've had like compliments on them <laughs> <laughs> yeah someone said to me before I love your stretch marks oh that's so nice yeah. <laughs> so there you I go I actually love that I yeah. really want that to be a thing <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like, like look at your beautiful it. look at your beautiful cellulite or like look at yeah. your lovely like stretch yeah. marks or your curves yeah exactly like because I think at the end of the day like the most beautiful thing is like just accepting yourself and loving yourself and if you have that like inner confidence and love like that almost shines through and and I think that can almost change other people's perspective like if someone walks into a room very like um like head down like nervous or you know like you said about wearing baggy clothes then like you can you almost other people will take that narrative as well whereas if you walk into a room and you're like wearing your best outfit like chin up and feeling great like people feel that energy too and they're like wow she's so confident so yeah yeah. it's a knock-on effect it absolutely is like and it's empowering seeing other people that just do it and just love themselves and embrace what makes them unique um yeah it is it's life-changing it truly truly is um yeah and what I was going to say was um where we've got all of this from like why we don't give you know compliments for stretch marks and cellulite and things like that I really feel like it's down to the media and the fact that that's never been like taught to us we've always like been shown and displayed how cellulite is ugly in in magazines and in photos and you know magazines tearing celebrities down for having cellulite or stretch marks or looking a bit bigger in a bikini than they used to or something like that and it's just like why are these narratives still here in 2023 like why do I still see them in the media 
Yeah, like I stopped reading magazines. When I was younger, I used to read magazines, but I, I haven't read a magazine in years. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, a lot of them are like pictures of people in a bikini being like, oh, look at their like, you know, just being really, really nasty comments. And mm-hmm. I always just think, I'm like, why is that relevant? Like, how is that even news? And also what it should be focused on is like, this person is really happy. Like they're enjoying their holiday with their friends or their family. But instead it's like, oh, look, their body, you know, they've eaten too many pies. And it's like, it's like, like, why as a human race are we focusing on something that is so irrelevant? Like who someone is inside and like their joy and happiness and contentment is so much more important Mm. than how they look physically. Definitely. One that I always say is they've let themselves go. Mm. What does that even mean? (laughs) (laughs) You've let yourself go. Go where? Like what? (laughs) I just think honestly, like, but our bodies, whether it's you know, someone has gained weight, someone has lost weight, it should never be a topic of conversation like I just think it's the most damaging thing like you just don't know someone's story you don't know anything about why they've gained or lost weight it should never be a topic of conversation um but we've kind of grown up like surrounded by it so it's no wonder that it's now like quite a common thing for for groups of people to be like oh she's gaining weight since since then it's like why it's about you know stopping those conversations in their tracks and being like actually let's practice non-judgment here let's practice kindness and let's you know imagine for a second what their life must be like and what they're thinking maybe what they're going through and yeah it's it's um yeah it's it's a difficult topic but it's like I think it's so important I find as well um like if you are if you find yourself and you catch yourself engaging in conversations where you are doing that and you are talking about someone else's body in a negative way then that narrative that you are speaking at like outwards is also happening in your head and it's happening while in a way that you're talking about yourself the way you're speaking about yourself in your head is transferring into the way you're speaking about everyone else so I think if you notice yourself engaging in those conversations like stop yourself and think like is this actually because I'm punishing myself and because I'm punishing myself I'm feeling a need to punish people around me as well in the same way um trying to get them to be as controlling around their relationship with food or the way they see their body or you know am I triggered by that person's happiness about their body as well and is it actually that I need to do something within me rather than judging someone else um that is so true I was gonna say one of the things that has helped me um was like thinking about like viewing your body differently in terms of like although you know I've been in like a smaller body before what that was associated with was a lot of deep unhappiness and like self-criticism self-hatred um not really living my life and so like how my body is now but this body that I'm in now why would I hate it when it represents like actual happiness and contentment and 
all of those amazing like actually living my life eating the piece of cake exactly <laughs> exactly um so that's something that has helped me just that that focusing on what this body actually represents yeah um I think that's really that powerful. So well, I, I definitely think that people, are, there's the whole thing around health, isn't there? Where like a certain body is supposedly healthy comparatively to another body or in a certain food is healthy compared to like another food. Do you have any like tips to work around that sort of mindset? Because I'm I'm starting primary school teaching and the, the class that I'm working with are doing about food at the moment and they were talking about like healthy and unhealthy food and I was just like yeah. oh gosh they're six like let them eat the chocolate why are we telling them that they can't have chocolate already <laughs> I know I yeah I think personally I mean I'm not like a nutritionist or anything so I, I don't I'm not trained in this subject but um there are no unhealthy foods. <laughs> I feel like that's something that I had to realize because there were so many times where I'd go out for a meal and I'd be like, oh, I don't want to have a pudding because um, that's going to really affect my progress. Um, and then if I did have a pudding, I'd be like beating myself up for a few days because I was like, oh, I need to now not eat anything because um, it's not very healthy. And um, maybe if I had a salad instead <laughs> and it's just like uh, you know what made me realize well not really made me realize this but you know the fact that McDonald's salads are more calories or I know that they used to be like I don't know what it is now but McDonald's salads used to be um more calories than like the burger or something like that and I'm just like thinking everything <laughs> like there are no unhealthy foods everything serves its purpose and as long as everything is in moderation as long as we're not completely you know going down one specific route you know only eating a specific type of food then I truly believe that life is for living and mm -hmm. food is for eating and <laughs> as long as it feels good for you and you know we're active um I it's one of those things isn't it like I I love my curvy body and I promote you know my my mid-size fashion and you know curves and loving my body and all that but I don't promote like obesity um because I feel like one time I got a comment from someone saying um essentially like you're promoting obesity I'm like that's not what it is it's about you know everyone's body is different everyone's everyone's body sits in a different place when they're healthy like just because I've got more on my body now doesn't mean that I'm less healthy mm -hmm. because this is just where my body wants to sit when I'm eating things in moderation when I don't restrict myself or I don't like go out and think oh, I can't have that because it's got so many calories in and and I'm still being active and I'm still like moving my body mm. but it just wants to sit here and that's okay I also just think like what what is a calorie everyone's like this cal like I bet so many people who calorie count if you were like what actually mm. even is a calorie I bet they couldn't even tell you like I think there's just so many myths 
around what is even healthy that like yeah we don't we, we just buy into all of these things that we're told without actually really even understanding the science of any of it mm-hmm. um like I, I don't know I just think I, I think questioning like like you said questioning some of your beliefs like well what is what is what even is healthy like what even is a calorie like what even is you know what is so why is avocado on toast you know better than a bowl of cereal like you know questioning things and like trying to even work out if you can get to the root of it and understand the science of it or whether it's something that you have been conditioned to believe is also like a very helpful thing I think especially around the kind of like health healthy narrative like I try so hard with my children to not say you need to eat this this is healthy I try so hard to just be like we need to just eat a bit of everything just try it if you don't like it that's okay but you need to you need to have balance you need to try lots of different things like this is really nutritious and will help you your eyes function better or whatever whatever and just trying to like explain it as food as more as a as like fuel but also joy like oh food, gosh, yeah. food is very a very joyful thing yeah as well, it's it? meant to be like mm. the it even like your your brain when you have like delicious food like it releases feel-good hormones and yeah. stuff so also you're never going to lie on your deathbed and, and be, be like, like wish i didn't eat that chocolate cake so i only ate quinoa <laughs> and avocados <laughs> <laughs> ever I think mean, quinoa and avocado I was gonna delicious. say I literally came delicious. up in my head as well I was like mm, that is tasty. delicious but you don't want to just eat that every day no there's a place for everything yeah yeah I was gonna say like it's not about like oh you know I've got to eat this quinoa salad every single day if you enjoy a quinoa salad that is fine like and and good for you and and that's that's amazing if you if you do love that like we're not saying like oh don't eat all of these foods (laughs) like only ones that are like you know different or you know only chocolate or things like that you know if something feels good for you eat it (laughs) because I'm I'm massive for you know when I get to my deathbed I don't want to look back and be like oh I wish I'd done that I I wish I'd gone for that I wish I'd eaten that um food like I'm I'm not going to be be there like oh I I wish I hadn't eaten that piece of cake I I don't like my body right now like it's I just don't think that that's going to happen they say that the biggest regret on your deathbed is living for someone else and living your life for someone else and um I think that that's so true like that that's a regret that I don't want to have um and that's that's probably one of the main reasons for my going on my body acceptance and confidence journey um because yeah I don't want to live my life on other people's terms I I want to be proud of what I've gone for and achieved in in my time on this earth which is you know very short (laughs) well you already have so much to be proud of just just (laughs) putting that in there um what was I going to say I was going to say um obviously we've touched about like body confidence but in terms of like generic confidence um do you have any advice for people who are like working on their confidence levels like what things helped you on your journey sure well the first thing that I would say 
with confidence is being honest and truthful with yourself like being honest about who you are being honest about what makes you happy um what you enjoy doing um what lights you up um because I know for me for so long I was doing things that I thought would make me happy or that I thought would please other people and I wasn't being honest with what I actually enjoyed and I felt like I always had to make excuses for what I enjoyed um like I I enjoy performing and I enjoy creating content and being silly and being goofy and going on adventures and um and I felt like I always had to like apologize for that and being honest with myself was the first step to having true authentic confidence because I know what I want to do I know why I want to do it and I know that it feels good for me um and I truly believe that, you know, through being honest with yourself, through accepting yourself and then pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, those three things combined bring the most confidence, um, you know, in terms of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. If you're wanting to become more confident, thinking to yourself, well, what do I think of? when I think of a confident person what is that person doing how is that person talking to people how is that person walking what is that person wearing because we all have a different idea of what a confident person is um so having that idea in your head and then thinking well what can I do to just take that step towards getting to that confident self um, and a lot of the time that is pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, because if it is a new journey that you're on, um, it can feel a bit alien to, you know, suddenly wear something different than what you would usually wear. Um, but through pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, that in itself builds so much self-trust and self-trust and confidence are so closely linked because when you trust yourself you trust that you, whatever life throws at you you can take it on and you can deal with it and that in itself brings so much confidence um so anything that pushes you out of your comfort zone tests you makes you feel that self-trust is bound to just bring your confidence levels up so much did you like when you first started posting on social media and stuff did that feel really scary for you because obviously it's something that you do so naturally now but at the start was it really hard yeah absolutely like I <laughs> I was watching other creators like Olivia Kirby Spencer Barbosa I don't know if you follow either of those but they are really inspiring to me and I was like their body looks so much like mine like I I feel so comforted and and amazing and confident that I've got a body that looks like theirs and they're happy to share theirs online so then I was like oh maybe I should do it too maybe I should like dip my toe in the water and see what happens um and then when I first posted a video where I showed my stomach and I showed stretch marks and these things that I'd never put out there into the universe before I literally felt sick as I was posting it because I was so nervous 
um like even just thinking back about it now I just I'm I'm getting those nervous feelings back but um yeah it was it was it was it was tricky it was difficult um but then seeing the comments of um women that resonate with me and that that feel good in themselves because I've been able to do that for them that just makes it all worth it and by putting myself out there it's helped in my own journey because it's seen that you know people resonate with me way more than I ever thought that they did and I felt more comfortable since posting that first time and there are still moments now where I'm like oh this is a bit nervy like posting this um this video or talking to the camera about my struggles basically like a year or so ago I'd only ever like, I'd show my body but then I would type like you know things that I learned on my body acceptance journey or you know what I gained through gaining weight or something and I'd always type it onto the screen but recently I've been um actually talking about it and talking to the camera and talking it all through and then that makes it feel more real and it's more authentic and more vulnerable and so when I first started posting them it was again those feelings of um nervous but also excitement because I truly believe that like the feelings that you get when you're nervous are also the same feelings you get when you're excited so if you use those feelings of fear and, and nervousness to your advantage um and and just kind of tap into the excitement within those feelings um that can really help with pushing yourself into uncomfortable or unknown situations um, because it's always through those uncomfortable and the unknown situations that the greatest um the greatest lessons are to be learned and the the greatest you know shifts in in your mindset and the biggest growth as a person um that all happens when you know you're in an unknown uncomfortable potentially situation do you think in terms of like helping to encourage yourself to do that maybe like you said having that kind of mindset shift of instead of being like this is fearful this is going to go wrong swapping to this is exciting like this could go really well this could be something incredible like trying to shift your mindset or the narrative around it do you think that exactly. is yeah exactly like I used to have the assume the worst mindset <laughs> And now I challenge that and I say, always assume the best. So if you're in a situation and you think someone's judging you for what you look like or judging what you're saying, just assume the best. What other meaning could you give that? Like, do you know for certain that they're judging you or do you know for certain that they don't like what you're wearing? And if the answer is no, then assume the best. Like assume that, you know, they, they they might not be thinking about you at all. Assume that they actually love your outfit. Assume that they think that you're really confident and just assume the best. And I think that having that like little phrase, assume the best in my mind at all times, it's so helpful and it's so powerful. 
Yeah, I love that. I'm going to start doing that. Assume. Yeah, me too. Always assuming the best. Yeah. Amazing. Well, we forgot to do the quick fire questions yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. So we should probably do <laughs> we should probably do those now. Um, okie dokie. So whatever comes up for you, just quick fire questions. Um, so the first one is what makes you feel alive? Oh, creating content. Nice. Love that. Love that. Okay, what is your favourite self-care ritual? Taking a bath. Mm, I love a bath. She loves a bath. It's literally like her favourite thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And your favourite mantra or affirmation? I am powerful, unique and amazing. Oh, love it. You are all of those things. 100%. <laughs> and so are you. Yeah. <laughs> What is your favourite piece of advice for others? Oh, my favourite piece of advice is that no one actually cares that much about what anyone else is doing. So you might as well just do what you want to do. Mm, that is so true, isn't it? We all always assume like everyone's like if you go into the gym, it's like, oh, everyone's looking at me. And it's like, no, everyone's just doing their workout. But everyone it, else is probably thinking. Yeah. Everyone's looking at me. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone else is probably thinking the same way yeah. that you're thinking. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the last one is your favorite thing that you love about yourself. Oh, I love my confidence. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, that's perfect. Considering that's what you help other people do too. So yeah amazing thank you so much for coming on and like for your time we really appreciate it and anyone who listens to this is definitely like gonna have some really clear tips um of how that they can create more confidence in themselves and body acceptance as well so thank you so much yeah, thank on. you so much this has been such an amazing chat for like got some lovely tips to go back out into my day with yeah assume the best assume the best <laughs> always love it oh thank, thank you so you. much for having me it's been so great I honestly love talking about these topics um and yeah it, even if it just helps one person that would make my day um <laughs> <laughs> so sweet thank you thank you